स्पाइस रेडियो और रेडियो रमझम सुन रहे हैं आप शब का प्रोग्राम है वादे के मुताबिक आज हमारे कार्यक्रम में हम बात करने जा रहे हैं कर्न डिलन के साथ जो कि आज बात करेंगे पिंक विसल के बारे में एक्चुअली इनकी कहानी काफ़ी मज़ेदार है परसों मैंने टेलीविजन पर भी इनकी कहानी सुनी और मैं इनको काफ़ी अरसे से जानती हूँ बास्केटबॉल बीसी पिंक विसल नाम से अगर आप गूगल करेंगे तो आप देख सकेंगे कि हम किस चीज़ के बारे में बात कर रहे हैं तो आइए कर्ण के साथ आपकी मुलाकात करवाएं कर्ण यू मोस्ट वेलकम इन प्रोग्राम हाउ यू डूइंग probably so long overdue we've been talking about this for 15 20 years and here we, we go <laughs> we have i mean i think i think the we can blame shushma as well for that uh, because she wasn't on the ball <laughs> oh oh yes yes her yes she, she she's busy sometimes sometimes so so kern for our listeners um i want to say that i i'm a family friend of kern dilan especially his mom and dad um so let's go back so let's talk a little bit about you were you born here i'm born and raised in south vancouver mm-hmm. and uh mostly in the house where my parents still live yes uh that house has so much rich tradition of people having come there uh as their first home first place they stop after they get home from the uh, airport mm-hmm. uh that that's first place uh hundreds of um uh, people in the Indian community uh have landed and I I know a lot of them because when I was 4 5 6 7 8 years old mm. we'd have a new person uh come in maybe once every couple of weeks and say oh <laughs> this is you this is your uncle this is uh this is another uncle this is an aunt yes and uh they're all uncles and aunties um that uh, we still love and and you know after 50 60 years um uh, still know them quite well and all of those people that spent time Isn't that making, just beautiful? Making their very first steps here in Canada. That's right, and and your mom and dad both, uh, Manjit and Harjit, Dylan have uh, have made many people very comfortable here. And uh, when I did your mom's uh, uh, interview on, on women in focus, I realized at that time. I mean, I'd, I hadn't heard this before that she came all by herself alone <clears throat> from India to get married to your dad. came uh to uh Vancouver hmm. um and and she was traveling by herself from her village of Bahawal yeah and and uh, she she was uh she her story of um going to uh stay in a hotel in New York and had nobody no idea that <laughs> she was going to be able to order room service and she was so upset that she goes I didn't pay any money for the meal <laughs> and um and then you know the next thing you know she blinks her eyes and she's getting married in uh, in Vancouver <laughs> to my dad and um I just I just want to uh, talk real briefly about my mom and my dad yes please um, both of them have been unselfishly fortifying the community ever since they arrived in Canada dad arrived in 1948 mm-hmm. and my mom in 1955 mm. and I'm going to brag just real quietly mm. uh, on two little things my dad has been such an integral piece of the Kalsa Dewan society Yes. Uh, his initiative uh with the society members back in uh 1967 and 1968 hmm. gave rise to the building of the Ross Street Temple. Wow. I, want re- I want to remind everybody yeah. who don't know the story 
because my dad is very humble. He doesn't like saying this, but if, if this doesn't get said, then people don't know it. But my dad wrote the very first check uh, around his friends and around my great-grandfather because my great-grandfather said, uh, so you boys want to raise money for a temple. This is how you do it. Isn't that beautiful? My, he says to my dad, me too, go get your checkbook. <laughs> In front of in front of all the other prominent uh, leaders in the Indian community at the time, wow! And so Dad got the checkbook out and uh, wrote the check, and I still remember uh, faintly of the, of the gentleman in the room. I could actually name their names, and of mm-hmm. course, mm-hmm. my mother Harjeet mm-hmm. is the founding member of the India Mahila Women's Association. That's right. Um, from 1970, um, and my sisters Aman and Seetal, mm-hmm. uh, and many of the younger girls were involved. Uh, in the upbringing of that. Seedle continues to be um, an integral part of that association. Yes. So, so our family, all we know how to do is to serve. Uh, give, 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 and give. Yeah. Give, give, and give. And I think very well said, you know, Karan, I'm glad that you talked about it. I did not realize uh, about your dad's contribution to Khalsa Divan Society or the first Ross Temple yeah. But I didn't know about uh, uh, Mum being uh, the founding member of India Mahila Association. Now, you um, you are one of the three siblings um, your mom and dad have, kids, uh, you and your two sisters. Yes. Can I talk a little bit about that? Because it's directly connected to your cause. It absolutely is. Um uh, Aman Seidel and I uh, hmm. grew up living in the same house together. Like I said, the same one that mom and dad um, live in today. Yes, yes. And um, you know, we grew up like everyday Canadians. Uh, you know, we were siblings. We we didn't fight much. We actually we worked <laughs> together hmm. because mom and dad, um, mom and dad had uh, rental houses that hmm. they needed, an apartment building that they bought. Hmm. And they needed family help to to go work at these buildings. Right. Um, instead of me playing road hockey with my friends, my dad would come up after he finished his shift at work and he'd say, Aman, Seidel, Karn, let's go. We're going to paint the apartment building today. Wow. And, and so we as kids, we didn't really go on uh, many vacations. Uh, you know, some of our friends would come back from uh, summer holidays and they say, uh, oh, where did you go? And they, they go, oh, we went to Hawaii, went to... Florida, went to California, <laughs> and uh, people say, well, what'd you do? And said, well, we went berry picking, and we uh, we did uh, lots of chores and uh, worked on uh, rental homes and, um, and apartment buildings that, right. that we did the labor. And, uh, <laughs> that's, that's what we did together, you know, family bonding. Yeah. Now, um, are you the oldest or you had an older sister? I am the baby. You're the baby of the family. <laughs> so, Aman, Seetal, and then you. Yes. Okay, so um, Aman... Unfortunately, I understand was had had cancer and passed away. So yeah. let's let's go there for a minute. And I know it's not a very um, it's a memory that brings you know heartache. But we have to talk about it because your strength will give people more strength to you know bear their own loss. I I sure want to talk uh, about the motivating factors. Um, so that others, if, if they fit the same formula, that they, they don't um, sit around and I'm going to use the word wallow. Yeah. We, don't, we need to do positive things 
that we can do. But, mm. but you know, it's tough. Um, late in 2008, I learned that my sister Amman was diagnosed with ovarian cancer. Uh-huh. Um, and many of the listeners, especially the women listening today, they know how, um, how, what kind of a sentence ovarian cancer gives you. It is the silent killer. Yes. And um, it was late in December, right after Christmas, that mm. we were made aware that uh, Amman uh, was fighting ovarian cancer. And mm. Of course, um, everything immediately uh, goes into emergency mode and, uh, and, they, and they get moving. Um, a few months in and around there, my 34-year-old nephew in Toronto, Jeevan, mm. we found he was fighting brain cancer. Holy macro. And around about a month after my sister was diagnosed, a third piece of bad news about cancer came um, a few weeks later when my a refereeing friend, Bob, from mm. Richmond, mm. was also diagnosed with brain cancer. Wow. And it was, it was these three consecutive pieces of news which had me going into a downward spiral. Mm. Um, we had, as a family, we'd never had bad health or any potential tragedies. Right. But this came one event after the other. Mm. And I kept saying to myself, why cancer? Why these three people? And why wasn't I doing anything to help out? Mm. And after a few months of thinking about a solution, I thought I'd found a very faint silver lining in the clouds of doubt. Our fellow referees, basketball referees in Alberta, had started up a campaign with Pink Whistles in Alberta. Mm -hmm. And they wanted to show increased awareness of cancer. And Mm -hmm. they were also raising money for a cancer agency. Mm -hmm. No one had ever asked that we could do this in B.C. And my idea was to buy whistles pink whistles Mm -hmm. from our supplier in Ontario. And I went to my supervisor um, and I asked, would it be okay to wear pink whistles for a few weeks in February? Mm. Because normally for for the 30 years that I've been refereeing basketball at that point, we only wore black whistles and the black uh, lanyard, which is the string that holds the the whistle. Yes. And and when, when my supervisor said, why do you want to do that? Mm. And I said, I told him the situation with my, my sister, my, my nephews, mm. uh, and uh, my, my friend. And the, he said, well, I think that's a good idea. What did you have in mind? Mm. And I said, I'd really, like to, um, I'd really like to order 100 pink whistles and mm. see if we can raise money mm. um, and, and take the profit from it and give every cent to the BC Cancer Foundation. He goes, oh, that's a good idea. Well, the 100 pink whistles, I went to my, my immediate friends, and they, they told two people, and they told two more people, and pretty soon that bag of 100 pink whistles is gone. Wow. And, and so I immediately phoned the supplier. I said, hey, I need 200 more. <laughs> and, and I didn't know that it was going to grow like a mushroom. Right. And um, before the end of that season, I had sold 300 whistles to fellow referees. Then I had to buy 400 more because not only did... Uh, more referees throughout the province, and I'm talking in Victoria, I'm talking Nanaimo, Kamloops, Kelowna, Merritt, uh, Prince George, uh, Vernon, Penticton. We all have little associations, but the word got around that, hey, these guys are selling pink whistles, we should wear these. Isn't that beautiful? And the entire basketball group of officials got known as the pink whistle refs uh, (laughs) during a couple of weeks in February. And in the first five years, 
we had raised um, about $20,000. And then in our sixth year, nobody really did much with it, and it almost mm. fizzled out. Mm. And then we decided, well, we got to give this thing uh, another boost. And so what we did, we went to the supplier and said, do you have pink lanyards? Okay. And they go, yes, we do. So uh-huh. now we're selling the pink lanyards, and not only do the referees want them, right? But some of the coaches that are ref are, are coaching their kids, right? They run their practices, and they said, um, "I have two assistant coaches and two managers, and we'd like five whistles. Can you can you provide them for us?" I said, "Yes, we can." Mm. And they make a cash donation to our um, pink whistle legacy fund, and um, and the whole thing keeps going. Um, now the mon- are, and when I say pink, yeah, they are they are hot. Yeah, hot pink. They huh? they they stand out, and everybody goes, "Wow, those are nice." <laughs> they do. I, I I saw them on 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 the report that was done on Global, mm-hmm. and they look just beautiful. And um, I knew that you were interested in basketball, but I didn't know you were that much into it. Thirty mm-hmm. years, you said. Well, that was 30 years, 14 years ago. So this is my 43rd year on wow. the basketball court. Now, I've, was, only, I've only known you as uh, ace, um, you know, agency rep in the broadcast industry, working for one of the finest companies uh, in the lower mainland. Yes. And, and yes. Ha- have you retired from it? I've re- am I allowed to use the name of the station? Yes, of course, because we are associated with them too. I would I would like to thank the Jim Patterson uh, Broadcast Group for my 16 years at uh, 93.7 JRFM, right, and uh, the unforgettable 600 AM as it was. Yes, and uh, before that it was Rogers Broadcasting at uh, 97 Kiss FM and News 1130. I, wow. I appreciate my 28 years in broadcast, but Lovely. I've been uh, retired from the radio industry, and uh, my focus is uh, fully uh, basketball and being around family and doing family projects that's that's what gets me through i got involved with 93.7 in 1986 87 mm-hmm. when harvey gold just started the station uh, and yeah. and um, he was the manager there and we took the subcarrier frequency to broadcast rim gym on it yes of course and um i was i was a Always brought into uh, some of the meetings there, and that's I, right. I, they said, "Do you know Trisman Dot?" And I said, "Of course I do. Let me give you the background on." Her. <laughs> She's my aunt. <laughs> yeah. Karen will take a very short commercial break and come back because I want to find out how can our community get involved in this? Um, how can uh, because February is is um, Cancer Month, right? Yeah. A uh, lot of. Um, a lot of people from the community donate towards it, and which is the best way to do that. So let's take a very short commercial break and come back. Okay. Karen Dillon is with us till quarter to three, and um, we'll take a break, and we'll be right back. If you want to ask Karen any questions, 604-280-1200 or 604-299-8863 are telephone numbers. Spice Radio Radio Rim Jim Sunriya Kapshapka program hai Karn Dillon aaj hamare saath hain aur hum baat kar rahi hain pink whistle ki ye jo um basketball ke coach hain ye aur um February ka mahina waise bhi 
कैंसर का महीना माना जाता है और जितने भी डोनेशन आप दे सकते हैं हमारी कम्युनिटी इसके लिए वैसे भी बहुत डोनेशन देती हैं तो अगर आप बास्केटबॉल बीसी पिंक विसल पे जाएं गूगल में तो आप इसके बारे में और जानकारी ले सकते हैं करण आई वॉन्टेड टू फाइंड आउट वेलकम बैक टू द प्रोग्राम फर्स्ट ऑफ ऑल आई वॉन्टेड टू फाइंड आउट वेन यू स्टार्ट दिस डिड यू डिड यू थिंक वट डिड यू बिलीव और डिड यू विश that people would get involved in it in a big way so that's really interesting because uh never ever thought uh into the future mm. about what the success of the campaign could be because that was never the goal right the the goal was to take one pink whistle mm. and and make a statement with it and yeah. and then when two pink whistles when the first person bought a pink whistle i said oh my goodness mm. this is good and then 10 whistles were gone and then the 20 whistles were gone and like mm. that is euphoric mm. that that people are saying yeah we should do this um so i will tell you that there's over uh there's pretty close to over 2000 pink whistles that we've got in the community of of basketball players basketball coaches basketball referees and and i'm going to say this fans because fans put these whistles on their keychains. Wow. And when they're walking around in the park or if they're walking to their parking lot and it's dark, they have these pink whistles on their chain so that if anything happens, you blow the crap mm. out of out of the whistle. And and I'll tell you the kinds of people um that are embracing this. It is business owners mm. that are thinking about their employees. I'm going to give you one example uh, right in the heart of Surrey. Mm-hmm. Um the Century 21 real estate office uh, uh Coastal Realty. Uh one of the managers Nat Dollywall has been a very strong supporter of us. He bought uh, just uh two months ago he bought 10 whistles uh, with his own personal money mm. and uh has decided he wanted to pass them out to people in his office. Um that kind of leadership when you have uh 10 people with key uh keys with, uh, with pink whistles on them hmm. um there's there's companies I'll give you an example there's a uh a brewing company in Delta called Four Winds Brewing hmm. their campaign started yesterday and their servers have the pink lanyards and the pink whistles around their throat and that brewery is giving us a few cents from every glass of beer Oh, that wow. is being poured in February and their campaign is wet ear whistle <laughs> call a foul on cancer beautiful i love that it's four winds brewing and then there's the envision financial yes. the ladner branch they have their tellers wearing pink whistles and lanyards and they've got a little display up and of course uh how how people help um is is one person at a time hmm. um we we have uh two places where we want them to um to access us hmm. and and unfortunately we don't have a staff hmm. it's all volunteer you're, talk, you're talking to the staff <laughs> <laughs> we have we have incredible support of our staff with our families like yes. the spouses um who who pack the whistles and send them out who um you know do the tasks and and, and my partner chris is um, unbelievable with for patients of what we do um as are everybody's also spouses are saying what are you doing so late at night you know talking about these pink whistles mm. well the one thing i forgot to mention to you is that well this year we have pink and black striped shirts that we're wearing yeah. on the basketball court. i was going to ask you about that because i saw you wearing a pink and black striped shirt mm-hmm. 
and I was wondering, is that the part of this campaign too? It is. Are you going part into of the campaign? And, mm, and how it started mm. was one of the special outdoor tournaments in Richmond mm. called the Dolphin Park Tournament. Mm. Uh, two of our real dear colleagues that we've grown up with, four of them actually. One of them is T.J. Joel, and the other is Bira Bindra. Mm. Uh, Tony Wong Hen and Bruce Watson. The four of them have run this tournament for 35 years, and right. everybody in the basketball community knows about it. Mm. And and what T.J. had done. In years past, he'd always given us uh, different color, funky colored shirts. And so we went to him and said, TJ, if you're going to do this this year, why don't you make us 30 pink and black striped shirts mm. so that we could, and before I finish, mm. he go, don't say another word. I'm going to get this done. Isn't that just lovely? That's the way it works, right? Yes. Yes, you need to have people who are think like you, like-minded people. Who would, who would look at your project and say, I want to be a part of this. And I think yeah. you, you've learned this from, you know, from your early childhood when your, your parents did all the volunteering and helping people. Now, through this program, if people wanted to order some pink whistles, they can just go on the website? They can go to Basketball BC, okay. Pink Whistles. They should Google that. Yes. And, uh, and through that, there will be a, an email address that you can use to reach us. Uh-huh. Th- that email address, I'll repeat it twice. Yes. Is Pink Whistle Legacy Fund, all one word. Okay. Pink Whistle Legacy Fund at gmail.com. And, and we'll, we'll entertain your um, purchase of whistles uh, mm-hmm. for friends, for family, mm-hmm. for an entire office. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just that we like to hand deliver these whistles to you. And if there's something we can do to um, help promote ourselves a little bit, and mm. I'll remind people, it's never about looking for the money. Yes. It's all about the cause. If you take care of the cause, the money's going to happen automatically. Yes. And, and we, we, we just do our fundamental thing here, and that's to get one more whistle um, to expose itself to what we're doing, or one more pink shirt. Yes. And uh, and people will ask questions. Like, we, we throw our keys onto the counter uh, when we're having a, a meal at a restaurant. Right. And people will go, uh, hey, what's that? Is that your rape whistle? And I say, <laughs> I say, hey, it's not my rape whistle, but thank you very much for asking. Let me tell you about it. Yes. Yes. And, and this is the thing. And I'll say this. Cancer does not discern between good and bad, yeah, women or men, yes, boys or girls, yep, ethnicity, yep, or which part of the body it attacks, yeah. Cancer is relentless, yes, but so are we. Very good, and we won't stop. Beautifully said. Beautifully mm. said. If can I ask you, how much does it cost to have a whistle? With the we lanyard, take, we, yeah, we we are taking donations, mm-hmm. uh, cash donations, so yes. we can buy more whistles. Yes, but part of the proceeds of the twenty-five dollars, mm. you get uh, one whistle and one pink lanyard. Yes, but part of those proceeds will go directly to the BC Cancer Foundation. Okay, and the other portion goes to buying more whistles. Right, fantastic. Yeah. So, um, off the air, I will talk to you and ask you uh, to send me some whistles as well. Sure. And I will. I'd I, love to see a pink whistle. Yes. At, at the end.
end of your microphone flash. I think that would be uh, a good photo that you guys can send us from Spice Radio. I would love to do that. And yeah. and so here, I've already bought one for myself, and I'll put it, whenever I'm doing my show, I'll put it up here. That's awesome. Karan, I, I think it's a, I know that, that you've lost uh, people in your life that were very close to you, especially Aman, you know, and your nephew and your friend. But, you know, what you're doing right now is reaching out to all the other people who want to somehow or another be a part of this amazing project that you've got. And uh, all, the, all the more power to you, my dear. I'll just leave you with one more number. Yes, please. After the end of the 13th year and the first week of year number 14, we are up to a grand total of donating $170,000 to the BC Cancer Foundation. $117,000? $170,000. Seven zero. Yeah. Wow. And uh, our goal, one of our small goals this year is to push, 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 and maybe that total will go to over $200,000. That's just, it's in our sights. And um, Let's make it. Yeah, let's do it. Let's it's, do it. It's go time. It is go time. Lovely talking to you and my most best wishes to you. Thank you, and, and thank you to, uh, to you for uh, letting us reach out to, to your listeners. And we'll talk to you soon again. Yes. All right. Thank you. Karen Dillon, and uh, let me just give you the website address one more time. Uh, it's, uh, if you Google Basketball BC Pink Whistle, you will get to their email address. And if you want to directly send an email to them, it's one word, Pink Whistle Legacy Fund at gmail.com. We'll be back with Kamal Sharma right after this.